self-love is not a bad thing. At least the Christian version of self-love is not a bad thing. It can't be. Because Jesus explicitly tells us in Scripture, in this Gospel passage we just heard from Matthew 22, that we are to love other people as we love ourselves. So obviously, we will not be able to love others properly, that is to say, in the way that Jesus Christ wants us to, unless we first love ourselves in the way that Jesus Christ wants us to. A healthy self-love is a prerequisite, it's a precondition for a healthy love of neighbor. And that's not Father Ray's idea. That's Jesus' idea. Which means that we need to take it very seriously. Now, when most people think of loving themselves, they probably think of the worldly version of the phenomenon, which is why they think that it's incompatible with Christianity. The worldly version of self-love includes things like selfishness, self-centeredness, arrogance, pride, all of which are indeed incompatible with being a true disciple of Jesus. Ever watch that show, The Big Bang Theory? You know the character on that show, Sheldon Cooper? Perfect example of the phenomenon. Sheldon is a genius, extremely high IQ, and as such, he thinks he's better than everybody else, a quote-unquote, more highly evolved human being. It's the way he likes to refer to himself. Well, he's a great example of somebody who is filled with the worldly version of self-love. Now, that makes for some good comedy on television. But it's awful when you have to deal with somebody like Sheldon in real life. And sometimes we do have to deal with people like Sheldon. So what is true Christian self-love? What exactly does it involve? Well, to use an expression that you find often in Matthew Kelly's books, to love yourself means to have the desire to become the best possible version of yourself. That's it. To love yourself means to desire to become the best possible version of yourself. Now let's be clear about it. The best possible versions of you and of me do not include sin. Any sin Whatsoever. That needs to be mentioned. Which means that selfish, self-centered, arrogant, prideful people like Sheldon Cooper really don't love themselves. They think they do, but they really don't. They're full of themselves, that's true. But they don't have true, real Christian self-love. Neither do people, for example, who live with their spouses or future spouses before marriage. This also needs to be mentioned in the context of today's homily. I think of this whenever I meet with an engaged couple that's living together and sexually active, which happens unfortunately often. It's not universal, thank God, but it happens often. 
Now, I'm sure they don't realize it, but they really, each of them, do not love themselves. Because if they did, they wouldn't endanger their eternal salvation by having relations outside of marriage. Nor do they really love their intended spouses. Because if they did, they would never put that other person's salvation in jeopardy either. But it does illustrate Jesus' point, does it not? In this gospel we just heard, he links self-love with the love of neighbor, implying that the quality of our self-love will directly influence the quality of our love for other people. Let me conclude my homily today by sharing with you a little reflection that's often attributed to Blessed Mother Teresa, although in my research for this homily I discovered that it was actually written by a man named Kent Keith. But Mother Teresa obviously liked it and approved of it because she allowed it to be hung on a wall in her home for children in Calcutta. Somebody sent me this reflection a couple of months ago. Now on the surface, it might not seem to be about Christian self-love but I assure you that it is. I'll talk about the connection after I read it. It begins, People are often unreasonable, irrational, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, you will win some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies. Succeed anyway. If you are honest and sincere, people may deceive you. Be honest and sincere anyway. What you spend years creating, others could destroy overnight. Create anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, some may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today will often be forgotten. Do good anyway. Give the best you have, and it will never be enough. Give your best anyway. In the final analysis, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. So what's the connection between that reflection and the idea of loving yourself in the true Christian sense? Well, it's very simple. That reflection talks, first of all, about forgiveness. To be the best possible version of yourself, which, as I said earlier, is the goal of truly loving yourself, you must forgive others totally, completely, without condition. This reflection talks about kindness. To be the best possible version of yourself, you must be kind. This reflection talks about success. I'm sure Mother Teresa would say that this is not about being successful in the eyes of the world. It's about being successful in the eyes of God which is simply another way of talking about being the best possible version of yourself. The reflection talks about honesty. 
Obviously, you can't be the best possible version of yourself if you are deceitful. The reflection talks about being creative in the sense of using the gifts, the good gifts God has given you, to build up his kingdom here on this earth. Being creative in that sense is definitely part of what it means to be the best possible version of yourself. The serenity and happiness mentioned here come from being right with God and with others. I'm sure that's what Mother Teresa would say. Once again, those are qualities of people who are sincerely striving to be the best possible versions of themselves. And finally, the reflection talks about doing good and giving your very best. Here again, we encounter that connection between loving ourselves properly and loving our brothers and sisters. Those who are really striving to be the best versions of themselves don't focus on themselves, as ironic as that might sound. Rather, they focus on the needs of others, the needs of their brothers and sisters. They do good and give their best effort in loving service. To love yourself is to desire to become the best possible version of yourself. If you, get, if you forget everything else I said in this homily, try to remember that one line. Or to put it another way, to love yourself is to have the desire to become a saint. Because when we are saints, we are the best possible versions of ourselves. Since Blessed Mother Teresa liked this reflection I just shared, I think it's fitting that I close my homily today by asking for her prayers, for her intercession for all of us. Blessed Mother Teresa, you live now forever in the glorious kingdom of God. And we ask you today sincerely to pray for us, intercede on our behalf today and every day. Pray that we will have this kind of self-love and not the worldly version in our hearts always, so that we will be able to love our brothers and sisters in the way that Jesus wants us to love them, in the way that you loved others during your time on this earth. Because as Jesus indicated in today's Gospel reading, we will only be able to love our brothers and sisters properly if we first love ourselves properly. Amen.